welcome back to the Bet SOS show brought to you by the Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown the sea of transition. Grab the Bet SOS Lifeline. We're here with another fantastic guest for you. We're going to be talking to Jennifer DeLott uh, before, um, as we go through this, talking about the things she's got going on, the amazing ways that she is, has helped veterans and transitioning service members, as well as the great things she's got going on that can still help. Uh, as always, I'm here with my partner, Mark. Mark, how are you doing today? Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining and tuning in. Uh, we love that you're here. We want to provide as much information and resources as possible. Um, it's not about right what you know, but it's about who you know. So if you also know people that could benefit from this content, don't forget to share, tag, and like. Uh, we need your help spreading the word and getting these resources out to folks. So uh, thank you for joining. Also, Rep your city, rep your base, rep your post, rep your duty station. Let us know where you're tuning in from. We'd love to give you some shout outs. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Mark, we're, we are continuing to roll along. We are now, our episode count is now in the 20s. You know, we are closing in on that magical 25, you know, a quarter way to 100. Uh, this is episode 21. We got Jennifer DeLotte with us today. She's a veteran program administrator for Cedar sinai in L.A. She is also a Sergeant E5 type. Information Technology Specialist in the United States Army Reserve um, with the 921st Field Hospital. She's married to her husband, Ryan, of two and a half years, who is currently on active duty with the Army. Prior to working for Cedar sinai she ran a workforce development program for veterans and trans transitioning service members, helping them find gainful employment. She's also the co-chair of the Career Advancement Group for the LA Veteran Collaborative. Jennifer is passionate about helping our service members and military spouses find gainful employment within companies that appreciate their value. Jen, how are you doing today? You have a long list of accomplishments, things you've done to help out our community. We, we're so excited to have you here today. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm great. You guys, how are you? Thank you. Awesome. Doing thanks. well. Doing well. Yeah. So um, really excited to talk to people today about, you know, just taking advantage of those workforce development programs, finding companies that have dedicated uh, veteran hiring talent acquisition specialists. Not many companies have that, although it is an emerging trend. Um, it's nice to know that there are people out there that are dedicated to hiring veterans. So I think the most important place where veterans can improve is to learn how to network with the right people, because like you said, it is all who you know. Um, and people like me are here to help you. So I'm excited to talk to people today about these opportunities on how they can really network with the right people. So Mark, Jennifer here is actually, she's responsible for the very second thing I did when I started my transition. So the Who You Know Network, the, the summit was the first thing I did when I made that decision to retire. Jennifer used to be with uh, US Vets and she was running training classes almost, it, it, at least monthly, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and so <laughs> I got into one of her classes and, and met her that way and just some phenomenal information you were passing about all different types of topics. So what yep. made you get into that that line of work aside from you know being a military spouse and being Glad you asked. <laughs> Glad you asked. Um, so actually graduated with my degree in human resources. I kind of graduated at that funky time in 2010. We were just coming out of the recession. I was working in New York City. I'm from New York originally. Um, and I kept getting laid off and I was getting really frustrated. So I, you know, started to get into hospitality and customer service and just try to work my way up in those industries. Um, and then I met my husband. 
you know, fast forward a couple of years later, I met my husband and we PCS to California. And I had been living in the South. I was living in Florida. I was living in, you know, Tennessee and um, South Carolina. And it was just such a different market. Um, and then I come out here and it just felt brutal. I kept getting rejected and no one saw the value in me. And here I am a, a veteran and I'm, you know, I've got a great, you know, work history and I could not get a job and I was getting really frustrated and I actually got really depressed. Um, I was like, I felt like I had no value. Um, and I came across this organization, um, you know, well, sorry, the pandemic hit and I got laid off again. And then I came across this organization called US Vets and they were going to give me the opportunity to have my first team to manage a team and, and finally achieve a management position. So I said, okay, great. Someone found my value. Um, and I made a promise that no veteran would ever have to experience the, the things that I went through, the constant rejection and no one helping me. Um, I didn't even know that there were organizations out there that helped. Truthfully, I had no idea um, because that it, unless you are really searching for it, you're not you're not going to hear about it because no one talks about it. Um, so I wanted to change that and I wanted to get out there and be in everybody's face. This is the service that we provide. Um, and I took that so seriously and every single person I really tried to create a very individual approach. I didn't want to just, oh, here, you're a veteran security, right? Like I, I wanted to really understand what it is they wanted to do. Um, what's, what are you passionate about? What, like, where are you at in your transition? Or, you know, are you in a career planning phase? Or do you have experience and you know exactly what you want to do and you just need to meet somebody that's going to give you an opportunity and talk to you? Um, so every veteran has a unique uh, situation. And I wanted to show people that we appreciated that. I didn't want to just be, take a number, get in line, fill out an application for security because that's all you can do. Um, people need to be appreciated and valued for their skill set. Um, so that's how I got into this line of work because I was there struggling too. And I wanted to make sure that no one, you know, had to go through that. You know that's what's cool. coming, Sean? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the bomb. Boom! Wow. You are so on the money. And it's not, it's not just veterans, right? It's not just you know, transitioning it's service military numbers. spouses too. You know, military we move spouses. around a lot. Civilians. Yes. This is yep. the problem. The problem. Here's the problem. The problem is technology has dehumanized this process. Yeah. Some recruiters don't even look at resumes anymore. You fill out, you know, questions and you take an assessment and, you know, oh, sorry, you don't meet those. And then some of us don't even see those applications. So I want to be a different type of recruiter. And I try to bring that to my new role at Cedar sinai where I actually take the time to go through the job description with the veteran and tailor their resume and pull in those keywords. And hey, here are the secrets, right? Like, so you can get through the process. And that's why I think I love my new job because Cedar sinai values the fact that we need to target veterans. We need to hire veterans. They have an amazing skill set. And maybe we need someone to translate their skills um, on the back end so that we can see it here in talent acquisition. So not many companies have roles like this. Um, so I'm very lucky to have found this organization now that actually 
values the handheld approach with those candidates and enhances their candidate experience by making sure that we are seeing those skills, we are translating, we are hearing exactly what you want to do. And maybe if we don't have a position for you right now, stay in touch with me. You have my personal contact information um, and we'll just, we'll talk through it. And if it doesn't work out with this hiring manager, we've got 800 other roles posted. We will find a happy home for you. There's somebody that's going to advocate for you. Um, so now, you know, I, I did my time in workforce and now I'm bringing what I've learned into the talent acquisition side of it. So I can make that difference and, and be that different type of recruiter that I wish, you know, I had when I was getting rejected over and over again. I'm going to share this with you and I'm going to connect you because I've got a good buddy. He actually is retired Air Force. We were all yeah. medics in the Air Force. So we've got some yeah. commonality there too. Yeah. Um, his name is Gary Guzman. And I'm going to connect you to, um, he's actually the manager of the program in San Antonio for Amazon Web Services Military yeah, Recruiting awesome. Initiative. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So I, I used to I used to work very closely with Amazon and they're doing amazing things to really put that better and hiring initiative yes. out. And I will actually be in San Antonio in February presenting for the Value of a Veteran conference. So there you go. I will be there. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah, Happy awesome. to do that. Yeah. What do you think? Um and, and Sean, I don't mean to take over the conversation here, but I, I really want to talk because this is exactly what the Who You Know show talks about, right? Yeah. Um, in what our summit does, right? We, we So we have a summit that we do monthly that teaches uh, job seekers how to get themselves out of the applicant tracking system black hole. Yes. yes. Get themselves noticed and to network effectively to do so. Um, and, and use some new strategies and tools that are out there. Uh, one of the things that we teach is um, when you're communicating, right? Everything's electronic now, right? Even yep. interviews, right? Yep. They're all done. They're not in person anymore in most yeah, cases. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> yeah, thanks, COVID. Yeah. Um, so we teach people how to le leverage tools like like videos, right? Yeah. Making a video email versus typing up a block of text right, yeah. to communicate with the recruiters and hiring That's managers. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and even something like this, right, where um, it's got Tom's name on, but like using this, right, making a video and having this and pointing to their name, like that's yeah. innovative things to get people to actually engage. Um, what do you see the industry, right, in your industry um, doing to maybe mm -hmm. identify that there's a problem here, right? Yeah. And then yeah. how to address it? Yeah. So I think, you know, from a, a recruiting standpoint, we love LinkedIn, right? We have something called the LinkedIn recruiter seat. So we go in there and we can take a look at your profile and, hey, you meet these qualifications or this is where you've worked and I'm looking for somebody like that, right? I think not enough people are, are still not love, not leveraging LinkedIn um, or if they're using LinkedIn, they're not updating their page. Um, and recruiters hate that because we want to, this is your live resume, right? We want to be talking to you in real time. Um, when you're, or if you are using LinkedIn, maybe you're not leveraging it the right way. Like if you're sending a blind request and not putting a message, um, I'm not probably not going to talk to you or forget that I even connected with you if you don't show up in my message inbox. Um, so I think the problem is we need to teach people how to leverage these platforms. Um, you know, I still see a lot of people going through the crash course, but then not 
fully using, like LinkedIn is a very powerful site. So I always tell people, um, you know, take advantage of LinkedIn learning. You're a veteran. You get a one-year free subscription um, through Social Impact, ID.me. Please, please, please utilize that. Um, it's such a powerful site and people just don't really know how to use the technology the right way or they're selling themselves short by not taking advantage of the different features. So I identify this issue and I actually take the time. And when I was working at US Vets, I will build their page from the ground up. Wow. I'll have you send me your headshot. I'll have you send me your resume. We'll copy your resume. We'll, we can even tailor your LinkedIn page. So you might be like me, an IT specialist in the army, but I'm also in human resources, but my page should really be tailored to workforce and, and recruiting because that's my primary full-time job, right? Um, so I teach people how to do that. And then I show them, I take the time and I go through all the different features. Here's LinkedIn learning. Let's Google, you know, let's look up a course. PMP, that's what you want. You can take Waterfall, you can take Agile, you can take Scrum courses. And, and this is how you get those little certificates. So it shows that you know those fundamentals so that when recruiters are looking at your page, they can see that you've you know, done all that, or they're not filling their page out completely. Maybe they're leaving out certifications. Um, it's really important if, a, if you're applying to jobs that require Lean Six Sigma or PMP or, you know, Security Plus because you're going into, you know, cybersecurity, put those certifications on your page because now recruiters can see that. So the more complete your LinkedIn pages, the better chances you have of connecting with a recruiter. And when you apply to jobs on LinkedIn, it will actually show you how you rank with other job applicants. It will tell you how many people are applying to that job. It will tell you the desired skills. So look at all this data. This is a very data-driven site that can give you all the answers. Um, so I, I see that, you know, they don't have time in TAPS to go through this, right? Because they're trying to just put through a huge class of people and they don't have the, the, the bandwidth to go over every single individual feature, which is completely understandable. So utilize people like me who see where people are falling short with LinkedIn. Um, and then I can take the time to show you, this is actually a really cool site and you should really be using this. And this is actually where 90% of the recruiters are doing the recruiting from. Um, there's some really great stats out there. Michael Quinn, who is a phenomenal, um, you know, uh, almost like an influencer now um, on LinkedIn, he puts out all this amazing information. He's a great person to connect with um, and he'll shoot straight with you. So it's I think it's really important. Him, <laughs> what? It's not easy to connect. It's not easy to connect, but, um, you know, when you get because you can follow him too. Uh, so if you follow him, you'll see his feed and he puts out some really great information um, about you know networking and utilizing the LinkedIn site. I mean, he's a whiz. So um, yeah, I think you know technology is the way we're going. Um, so, so embrace it, right? Embrace it um, and, and take advantage of it because I know I spend a, a good chunk of time recruiting on LinkedIn. So, and if you don't have a LinkedIn photo, I'm probably not going to talk to you. <laughs> I was going to say, how many times have you gotten catfished? <laughs> uh, well, no, I've never LinkedIn. been catfished on the site, but I definitely see a lot of people who just don't fully complete their page. And I think, okay, well, if you don't have a picture, you're probably not even going to bother to take a look at my message because you're probably not really on the site that often. That's the mind of a recruiter. So I want to teach people how to think like recruiters. Mm -hmm. that, that's, a, that's a bomb right there is, you know, learn to think like a recruiter. Um, yeah. So... I've joked 
because I, I've done a bunch of the different transition programs. Uh, I've talked to a bunch of people about LinkedIn and, and yep. it's a constant thing to, to update the profile and, and my profile is still all over the place, I think at times. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I joke, yeah, I, I joke <laughs> that LinkedIn profiles for us is a lot like SAR majors and NCOERs. You know, you ask 10 yeah. SAR majors how an eval should look and you're going to get 10 different answers. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of what I, I'm feeling on LinkedIn because I'll change it to one person standard and another person I'll look at it and go, why'd you do that? That's stupid. You should do this. And, and you know, it goes back and forth. So I understand that completely. Yeah. Help, help someone like me. Where, where do I find that happy medium? I think you just have to find your area of interest. I think, um, you know, it's never going to be perfect and you have to just understand that. Right. But if you are taking a look, say, okay, say you're interested in cybersecurity and you want to mass apply, right? And your LinkedIn is your primary living resume. So what I like to tell people is get a good consensus of what are, like if you're looking for CISMs, right? Chief Information uh, Security Manager, that's your type of position that you wanna go for. Um, take a look at like 10 different job descriptions. Try to find the commonalities bet between those job descriptions and some of those really good keywords like Active Directory and give me data, right? This should be a very data heavy living virtual resume. Um, and just kind of go across the board and find those commonalities between those 10 types of positions that you're trying to apply for on LinkedIn. Um, if you, if it requires a security clearance, that should like be in your headline, right? Like, cause there's that headline in there, active top secret clearance or active secret clearance and put that in there. Tailor your, your about me, your professional summary is your about me section and really just pull in some of those top high level skills and keywords that you can just use when you're applying to 10 different positions. So I like to tailor the LinkedIn, but it should have, you know, keep it to 10 years of experience, right? And if you've done cyber in the in the military or Intel, like you were, um, you're gonna have some of those key terms. If you're applying for positions in banking, you probably don't need to have like SIGINT and HUMANINT, right? Like those types of keywords. So also, keep it industry specific. Um, and then every now and then you can change it up as you see fit. But I like to keep it pretty general, but still pulling in all those important terms that the job descriptions are, are looking for. Does that make sense? Well, what are your thoughts though on headline? Because like, yeah, I'm I like to put the veteran in there. I I'm still transitioning. Yeah. So a lot of people say you shouldn't have veteran or service member or anything in there. Other people like Michael Quinn says, what's your job right now? Put that in yeah. there. That's what you still are doing, even though so, you're looking to do something else. Yeah. I mean, again, everyone has a preference, right? I personally, because I am a veteran recruiter, I want to see that you're a veteran in your headline. Maybe you don't have your D, you know, your DA photo in there. Um, and just, you know, in a suit, right? professional look the job, look the part. But in your headline, I do want to see that you're transitioning, or I do want to see that you're a veteran, or I want to see if you're a military spouse. I do searches specifically for military spouses. So the more information you give me, the more I can target 
those types of candidates, right? And it's going to populate on the back end. Um, so I want to see that. If you choose not to put that in your headline, at least put that in your about me, um, because that's at least have it somewhere. If you don't feel comfortable, and this is all personal preference, really, this is your page. Um, but if you're thinking like the recruiter, they're probably looking for keywords or companies, right? Because I will, when I do my searches, I put in U.S. Army, U.S. Navy, U.S. Marine Corps, and I'm doing my searching that way. Um, so I want that information to populate somewhere in the profile. Um, but if, I mean, your headline should be targeted to the job. So if you're a cybersecurity analyst, then your headline should read cybersecurity analyst. And then you can use some of those cool little like um, symbols, like the like the forward slash, but you can make it go straight down, you know, U.S. Army veteran. Because if you take a look at my page, right, I'm a veteran program administrator. It's in my headline, but it also says that I'm a veteran or a United States Army reservist. What about... Um... And, and I know we're getting into like, you know, some of the more granular. Um, yeah. In, in like, this is I'm writing down tips here, Mark. <laughs> Great. Yeah. We could, let's do like, uh, let's do a half a day session on this. Um, no, I'm just kidding. So here's the thing. Like, you know, there's, there's like the open to work, right? Mm -hmm. Circle. I love that. There's your banner. I love to see that you're open to work. Yeah. And, and right. Recruiters look for that. I do. Um, yes. There's there's the video right now, yeah. the, the little video that you when you click on somebody's um, picture that you yeah. have a video message. Um, really there's cool. a pronunciation, name pronunciation, and actually you get 10 seconds on that. So you could actually put a little bit yeah. of a verbal com commercial in there. Um, there's all of these things that you can do. And LinkedIn, you are absolutely right, is the tool. If you are not on LinkedIn, veterans, yeah, if you are not on and you are not on actively in LinkedIn and engaging, you better start right now because yeah. that is your number one tool in this time. That is the number one tool outside of your resume. But that's yep. that's your that's your virtual resume, right? So um here's the thing uh what are what are some of the other things that stick out to you outside of linkedin right in your yeah. recruiting and, and sourcing um let's say you're, you're engaging somebody resume okay yep, so the that's resume. the number one thing i can't tell you how many people i see put their photo on their resume and that's a big no-no still to this day even though we use linkedin LinkedIn is still a social media platform. That's okay to have your picture. We want you there. Um, on your physical paper resume, leave your picture off. Don't put okay. any PII. I still see it. I still see veterans putting their social security or their DODD on their resume. And I just think like, oh my God, like what if this fell into the, into the wrong hands? Um, so please stay away from that. You're, you should absolutely be identifying as a veteran um, on your resume. And I usually put that in the very first sentence, United States Army Reservist and Human Resources Professional, right? Like in the very first line of my summary or professional summary, right? So um, I, if you're not putting the actual job in your resume, you're missing out on huge key terms. So if you're going for say HR business partner, but I don't see HR business partner anywhere in your resume, we have a problem. So let's make sure that we're tailoring the resume, read that job description, make sure that your resume reads like it will match the job description perfectly. So tailor, tailor, tailor. Um, don't leave out important information like skills. I see company or um, candidates that 
don't have a skill section, right? Like, so even if it's just technical skills like Microsoft Office and, you know, if you're in healthcare and you use the Epic system, if that's not in your resume as a technical skill that you mastered, we're missing something there. And I always will send it right back to the candidate and say, okay, let's set up some time. Let's identify like nine or 10 skills that we can add to your resume. We'll format it really nicely. It should be at the top of your resume. I have about 10 seconds to kind of really review your resume and pick out key terms, right? To say, this person is, is what I'm looking for. Um, so don't miss out on that. And then I see people that just, you know, they, they just, they go back too far and it's not, it's not even relevant. So keep it to like two pages, 10 years of experience. Give me some really good meat, right? Like I don't want it to be too wordy. It needs to be visually aesthetic, aesthetically pleasing, right? But I need, I need the good information and it needs to be formatted correctly. Um, try to make sure that you're keeping everything consistent. I see a lot of people that mix and match their fonts. Um, and that's like the first thing that people will, will notice on a resume is like, what's going on here? Did they like copy and paste this document? So let's really try to keep it visually pleasing um, to the recruiter and uh, include great awards. Show me that you went above and beyond. Um, if you have gaps in employment that are showing on your resume, did you volunteer? We can we can fill that space or were you a full-time student? Let's, let's move the education up so that that gap is like addressed immediately, right? Um, and I see a lot of this and, and I, I understand, you know, it's hard. Resumes are hard, um, but come to me. Let's talk about it first because I don't want you garbage in gets garbage out and I don't want that to happen to you. So let's, mm -hmm. let's work on it together. We can fix that. Right. Um, but you have to ask for help and, and the resume is something that you should absolutely be asking for help for. So you've got your resume, right? You've got your LinkedIn. Yep. So I've got, I've got a couple questions here. Yeah. All right. So the first is, should your resume and your LinkedIn page be mere, a mirror image? Uh, yeah. I mean, as long as you're, as, as, okay. So for me, I mean, for me, HR is a no brainer, right? Talent acquisition, HR, that's what I want to do. So I know that my pages are going to, my resume is going to mirror my LinkedIn page. And when I build somebody's LinkedIn page, that's exactly what I do. I take the information from their resume and I drop it in there and make it look pretty. And then we add the education and the skills and all that stuff. Um, but if you're like, I think, I think sometimes people get too broad and then they, they're like, well, I'm interested in anything, right? Well, mm, but are you really <laughs> like, are you really willing to just do anything? Like, do you want to be a garbage man or do you want to be a corporate guy? Like, what do you want to do? So I want to understand exactly where your passions lie. And then, yes, let's try to mirror that um, because LinkedIn is ultimately going to lead you to the job site where you're going to apply and you don't want to have to stall on that. You want to have a resume ready to go. So it's okay to have different versions of your resume, right? The paper resume, because you should be submitting that PDF version to match each company's job description. But your LinkedIn page is generally going to be for that industry, right? Mm -hmm. um, so like I'm interested in cybersecurity, IT, that's how I'm going to make my page appeal to the recruiters. Now, my resume is going to pull in a lot of that good information, but I'm also going to match it to the job description. And that's the version that I'm going to submit on that application. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So the second part of my question was, you got your resume, you've got your LinkedIn, you've yep. got that synced, right? The yep. way that you want it, or it should be. Um, how many, maybe in your personal experience, mm -hmm. 
have you ever been able to get somebody onboarded and through the process and hired um, that it wasn't as much the resume or their LinkedIn, they networked their way in? Yeah, absolutely. And I saw a lot of this at US Vets um, because we taught people how to network. We, we made those connections and forged them. And they understood that they were a quality candidate because of where they were coming from. Um, now, of course, we still had to finesse the resume, right? Because that's still a document that they have to have on file for that application. They have to have some sort of skills, right, that meet that position. Um, but that whole process was facilitated because we put them in touch with someone and they knew that they were valuable because of where they were coming from and the fact that, yes, they were a veteran, um, but they had support behind them. So that happened quite often at U.S. Vets um, and because it's who you know, right? And it's, it's because you took the time to ask for help and said, hey, look, I'm looking to make a career change. And this happened all the time. And I'll give you a perfect example of this. Um, peer support, right? A lot of people... Later in life, they, you know, had their career, they, you know, they were in the military, they started a job, and then they decided, you know what, I'm at a new stage in my life right now, I'm in a position where I can help people, US Vets was putting people through the, the peer support program, and it was a complete career change for them. So like, say we have people that were maybe working in manufacturing or defense contracting, and then they got their peer support certification, and because they had some lived experience, Right? They had that skills and that lived experience, but they had never done a peer support job before. We mm -hmm. just had to help them get that certification and give them that networking connection. And now they've started a whole new career. So it's because we had a career fair or it's because we made a networking connection, sent their resume direct to the recruiter because we were that liaison. Um, and we still built their resume around the job description, right, and incorporated some of their lived experience, didn't really focus too much on their civilian job, like after the military, that had nothing to do with peer support. But we helped them, and then we prepped them for that interview. So, yes, while they didn't have that experience, they have the support to get prepped for that interview to maximize their success. One-stop shop. That's awesome. She, she even started wa up. waving the finger too, Mark. I don't know if you saw that, but she, she <laughs> waved the finger right too. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, then Mark's over there writing your name down and your contact information. <laughs> he wants you to be the new spokesperson for the Who You Know show. <laughs> yeah, you you dropped just, it two or three times. It's so important to have that support. I see yeah. a lot of people that they have the capability but interviewing is scary or, you know, they're just not sure how to translate their experience. And you just you just need to know where to go to ask for help. And sometimes these organizations are little hidden gems. Right. Um, and you just you just need somebody that's out there and getting it in your face to say, hey, it's OK to ask for help. Like this is we love this. This is what we do. Yeah, we get paid to do this and you don't have to spend a dime on it because it's free. We were fully funded by the Call of Duty endowment and people like they were mind blown. They're like, okay, so how much do I owe you? I'm like, owe me. Like, this is what we do. Um, so it's like, I Grant, it's really it's like Grant Cardone says, if nobody knows <laughs> you, nobody flows you. So, um, just amazing information. Uh, great information on the LinkedIn, the resumes, the prepping for interviews, just amazing stuff. Uh, Jennifer, you're a wealth of information. All that you're bringing to it with your experience is amazing for Thank veterans. You. Um, just so happy that you were able to come on here. But the best part about me. it is this is only part one. Mark, we got a part two coming up with Jennifer that's just going to have some mind-blowing information. Woo! So, uh, Mark, <laughs> you got any parting words before we go? 
No, thank you for tuning in. And Jen, thank you for sharing all the great insights thank on you. tactical pieces that people need to know to get landed to their next successful Absolutely. position. Absolutely. Yeah, right. feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm here to help. Um, and I'm here to advocate for you. So I've got tons of connections. I've got time in my day to help you. I want to help you. So feel free to reach out. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, thank you. to the audience for tuning in to Bed SOS. Remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline.